counselor. Hoping to make your summer camp experience the best available in this price range. For one summer, the parents of 300 children... You must be the short, depressed kid that we ordered. Come on inside, Frankenstein. I'll buy a cocktail. ...are putting their faith... These are the camp rules. Be in here if you want to check these out a little bit later. ...in one man. Let the game begin! There's no way we're going to beat this team. What are we going to do? We're going to lose. But we can lose with some self-respect. It just doesn't matter! It just... Not the light. Okay. Yeah, for now. But if you don't win, we cut it off. But the real excitement, of course, is going to come at the end of the summer uh, during Sexual Awareness Week. We import 200 hookers from around the world, and each camper, armed with only a thermos of coffee and $2,000 cash, tries to visit as many countries as he can. Oh, my God. Take me. And then the winner, of course, is named King of Sexual Awareness Week. Bill Murray. Meatballs. Really? Fuck you, Rudy. Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I'm your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hern, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Just finished a Michelob Ultra in one gulp. That was good. Oh. Um, uh, I was considering buying tickets for... Um, what are they calling it? Barbenheimer. Yeah. Then I found out Oppenheimer is three hours and Barbie is two hours. So that's five yes. and a, potentially five and a half hours in a movie theater. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll spread it out. But I picked Oppenheimer first because I think it's going to be insanity. I think it's going to be great, but that's long as fuck. Three hours. They used practical effects. I know. For the nuclear explosions. I'm like, <laughs> Hot, it's gonna it's gonna look insane and i'm really excited to see it on the biggest possible screen that i can yeah no i so. i need to try to figure it out because i think the week after it comes out um my wife and my son are going to be out of town in wisconsin and so i might have a three-hour block of time to watch oppenheimer then or do the full Oppenheimer, do them back to back who knows what i'll do and they also released the first trailer for napoleon starring um, is there Russell Crowe? No. no. Who's the oh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix, and I'm yeah. like, please don't have him do a bad French accent, please, please. And then he's he's just speaking regular. So good. thank God. Good. Yeah. I number one, I don't need to see him do a French accent. Number two, it really does bother me when all historical movies have like British accents. Everybody just, I mean, if it's not going to be the accurate no. accent, just have them use their regular American accent. I think Rid- what are we Ridley doing? Scott, he said, British people, be British. Uh-huh. If you're an American, be like a refined American, sort of like Northeastern <laughs> sort of thing. Don't be a hick. Yeah. That's, I guess that makes sense. But that movie looks great, too. Looks a lot of three-hour movies coming out. I don't know. Too many. Too many. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see what the fuck we're going to do here, but... Flying solo in the Lone Star State, this podcast chief meatball and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? 
Uh, not much. I wonder, like, yeah, like a lot of three hour. Isn't like um, Killers of the Flower Moon like almost three like hours. four hours? Oh yeah, it's right. Yeah. It is long as fuck. It's, it's yeah, super, it's like, like they said, as long as the a little longer than the Irishman. I mean, the Irishman was. <laughs> are we so getting a little longer than the Irishman? Yeah. Are we getting intermissions? Like, are we allowed to I, get I up and go to the so. bathroom? Like, this is. I saw the saw... Irishman in the theater. I saw it because they released it to like eight theaters when they were having a dispute with uh, uh, AMC or whatever to mm-hmm. re- release the Irishman the way they wanted. And I recall there being, yeah, there was an intermission when they showed the three hour and 40 minute cut of the Irishman in theaters. I'm not sure if they're doing it for all these other super fucking long movies, but I, cause we saw the, it'd be um, nice. yeah, like hateful eight. Um, on seventy millimeter. Yes, I saw the that screen. at the music box in Chicago yeah. too. Yeah, it was I delightful. The program somewhere. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I think I, but I, th- I think they gave us an intermission because they were like, they sure really did. Fucking long. I got myself just... some jujubes. Yeah, it's, it's it's wild. But I wonder, yeah. it's like instead of making so many like three hour, four hour films, can we just make some like. Hour and forty five minute minute like mid budget drama that's not going for the Oscar. Like I want that. I want mid budget adult comedies. I want dirty yeah. comedies. Yeah, I, I want, I, I want I raunchy comedies. See, I haven't got a chance to see the Jennifer Lawrence one, but I kind of want not to. Yet. Yeah. I've heard it's good, and I did not want to see it because the commercials look terrible for it. it but really I've bad. heard it's good. You know, here's what I'm gonna say: If you are in a position to make a three or four hour long movie, make a really great miniseries instead. Do a three a three episode limited series. The fuck, I'm not. I mean, three and a half hours for a fucking movie. Get out of here. I Mm. feel like TV critics would be like, you can't just make it a long movie. Like, if it's a TV show, it's got to be. Well, you got to edit it differently and write it for that. But like, instead of making the three and a half four hour long movie, just plan on making a limited series. Yeah. Get out of here. I don't have time for all that. Uh, Yeah. The Barben Barbenheimer is that what is that we're called Barbenheimer Barbenheimer. I feel like they. I was reading something. I'm still on Twitter. I know. I don't know where to go. I'm not going to Blue Sky. I'm not going to Spill. <laughs> I'm not going on Threads. I don't want so either. Not, I don't want any of it. I don't so want any not, of it. So not Oppen Harvey. It's Barbenheimer. <laughs> See, I and I feel like, like it should be the movie you should watch first. First, I feel like you should yes. watch Oppenheimer, be super depressed, and then go have some fun. Yeah. Right. But apparently, like the CEO or someone who runs like AMC theaters are like, no, a lot of people are doing it. They're doing the Barbenheimer. <laughs> 20,000 20, sets of tickets sold so far for that shit. Yeah. Good luck, people. That's Enjoy that. That's I'm wild. too old. Too old. It's a long day. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like I have to go to the bathroom because That's I was sure beer at Alamo Draft House and I can make it through one film. I don't mm. think I could sit. Especially if one of them is like over three hours. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's no way I'm pulling that off. Um, I'm taking a potty break. What was not more than three hours was the movie from this week. <laughs> this was Meatballs from 1979. Uh, you can get it with ads on the Roku channel, YouTube, Vudu, Tubi, Plex, and Freebie, or rent it on Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play, Microsoft Store, DirecTV, and AMC Theaters On Demand. This Everywhere. might be the most accessible Every- movie we've ever done for the pod. Correct. This list is long as fuck. Yep. Um, the synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes. Tripper is the head counselor at a budget summer camp called Camp North Star. In truth, he's young at heart and only marginally more mature than the campers themselves. 
Tripper befriends Rudy, a loner camper who has trouble fitting in. As Tripper inspires his young charges to defeat rival Camp Mohawk in the annual Olympiad competition, Rudy plays matchmaker between Tripper and Roxanne, a female counselor at North Star. Yeah, it's basically it. I mean, it makes the movie sound a lot more boring than it is. That sounds like a bad fucking movie. Tripper was, uh, that was the last name of the, is that Three's Company? Yeah. Jack Tripper? Yeah. I'm not okay. sure how to wild out like Jack Tripper. Word <laughs> outcast. I thought his name was trooper the whole entire time oh no nope, it is tripper um, no, trooper oh, no, okay. there's no trooper dave if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie bill murray as uh bill tripper, fucking murray. Tri- as as tripper harrison and that's uh that's i think that's about it <laughs> i'm kidding bill murray uh, and a bunch of nobodies uh, Harvey Atkin plays Morty Melnick. He had a big career. He did a lot of things. I, I didn't recognize. I don't I, 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 I recognize one person. Uh, Kate Lynch plays Roxanne, our second Roxanne, two weeks in a row. Well, back to back Roxanne's. Uh, Russ Benham plays Bobby Crockett. Uh, Christine DeBell plays Al or AL. I think we're the initials. So they, so they call their Al. Yeah. Um, Sarah Torgoff plays Candace. Jack Blum plays Spaz. Um, Keith Knight plays Larry Fink Finkelstein. Uh, Matt Craven plays Hardware Renzetti. Um, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm good. Yeah, I I don't know who most people are. Um, yeah. you could make up names of actors and of people <laughs> in this film, and I'm like, yeah, I, I wouldn't sure. fucking know. Yeah. Um, let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? I'm sure I've seen like snippets of it on Comedy Central, but actually sit down and watch it. I wouldn't even say I really watched it today, but it was on in my house. <laughs> I was facing the television, and there are some notes in a notebook, but today would be the first time I think I've seen this from start to finish. Okay, Dave? Today. Yes, wow. Wow. I also watched it, uh, it technically, at first, I, I, I did watch it twice. I usually watch these movies twice. First time yesterday, second time today. And I kept thinking to myself, how did this get past me? My dad mm-hmm. loved all these kind of movies. He was a big Animal House fan, Caddyshack fan. I'm like, mm-hmm. I guess this one just didn't didn't hit him the same way when, 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 when he was yeah. a kid to, to recommend it to me. So, yeah, got past me for the longest time. Yeah, this one also got past oh, me. I mean, for all three of us, yeah. this is the first that, time. That's what I was going for. I, oh, Thank you. Oh, <laughs> me too. For the longest time. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, I, that's okay. yeah, no, I, I'd never seen it before. This is one that, like some of the other movies we've seen, are like staples of 90s Comedy Central. I just never mm-hmm. stopped to watch it. I think like Breakfast Club, I'm like shitty fucking title for Meatballs. I'm not gonna watch that and just like kept on going. So yeah, I it was it was very much available. I just never stopped to watch it. Um mm-hmm. Dana, watching it for the first time, did it make the grade or should it help this back? Um I hold on. I like could not pay attention. It was seemed so boring. Like <laughs> oh, yeah? Bill Murray oh, wow. occasionally funny because mm-hmm. he's fucking Bill Murray, but overall. There's like a fun fact I'll re- re- like read later. It's not on the paper. I'll add it. 
um or the docs not paper god um <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know why this is a classic it's incredibly slow maybe you know wow. 2023 eyes i was scrolling on twitter uh one of the wow. last dying <laughs> users of twitter but no i didn't i did not like it i think there are better camp films we have watched better camp films and summer summer films this did not make the grade for me no okay dave eh. I think it it was it was Bill Murray yeah. when he was doing when he was doing his announcements and everything. Yeah, that stuff was funny. Um, the rest, I feel like I'd seen those these like camp competition things parodied in movie after movie after movie after movie. Mm-hmm. There's a there is a Mister Show sketch that's pretty much just meatballs. <laughs> it's the rich kids camp versus the versus the not not necessarily poor kids camp, and, and they parody that pr- pretty hard. And I'm like, yep, that's seen all that before yeah um uh, yeah just meh c minus d plus passed but didn't didn't really do anything for me i'm not gonna watch it again okay i think all right um i mean for me this movie did make the grade um okay there are some problematic elements in it and i think there's Mm. a pretty major storyline that just doesn't need to be in the movie um Mm. but i laughed at a lot of the stuff in it and you can pretty clearly see the influence this movie had on like every other summer camp movie after it. Um, they all have competitions, I think, because this movie. Um, but you know, there's times where I watch movies and I'm like, I'm not sure how this one became a classic. I get it with this one. This is this is the the source material for every summer camp movie afterward. Like, I is it the I, best one? No, because the first one. But like, yeah, it, it had enough stuff in it that I'm like, yeah, it's kind of funny. I give it that. I yeah. give it that. Yeah. 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 It's it's that. it's um what what Wilt Chamberlain would not be, you know, the best player in the NBA right now, but we don't get a lot of other NBA grades without Wilt Chamberlain first. So it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. that's fair, like, you know, we've seen so many other ones. Maybe that's just it. I've seen so many other films and I'm just like heavyweights it has the same competition the same thing I mean. yeah like it's just it's really yeah it was yeah. hard yeah agreed um let's see do we have any uh fun facts before we get into the recap and the segments on this one um well i was just going to mention that it was included among afi's 2000 i guess the year 2000 list of 500 movies nominated for the top 100 funniest american films that's a lot of that's a that's lot of so okay it's so a lot there's, of- <laughs> there's 500 nominees yeah. and it was one of the 500 nominated to be the top 100 that's yeah, in the year 2000 uh-huh. <laughs> yeah exactly um, um yeah yeah Great. so people think it's a classic again uh was not my cup of tea today but okay you know okay. that happens um apparently uh they started filming bill murray didn't show up till day three they didn't know if he was going to show up at all um, which would have been kind of a big deal <laughs> would have been a problem. If, if he wasn't there, but uh, they start filming on day three and Ivan Reitman, who became quite the became name. After this, this, is, this, this, this was a big jump off to uh, stripes and then to ghostbusters and then everything else since, but uh, he came through and this, this is what you got. So, now yeah. you mentioned that Bill Murray didn't show up right away. You ever hear like the process you have to go through to get Bill Murray to be in your movie? You call Don't, a, a yeah. landline. You call right. a landline and you then like message. yeah, mm-hmm. leave a message. I hope he like responds to it. 
And there was somebody talking about uh, it might have been when he was in Zombieland, where they were like, you know, they reached out, months went by, they didn't hear back from him. And then finally, like out of the blue, they got a, a call back. He's like, Hey, I'm gonna be at like this diner in a half hour. Like, meet me there. Or that was like if you can't come, then I won't be in the movie. I'll just I'll be out there for about an hour, so pop over if you can. Like, yeah, no well, wonder they were afraid he wasn't gonna show up. Like, he's hard to get for shit. Well, I think at the time it was the SNL contract. It was probably easier thing. back then in seventy nine. Yeah. So. But that's like yeah. um for the the Garfield movie. He thought it was Ethan Cohen of the Cohen brothers, not whoever the <laughs> random. Eat, it's Ethan Cohen, not E-10. Ethan Cohen. Okay. Cohen. Yeah. okay. But one letter, big difference, though. Uh-huh. Big difference. So that's how he wanted to fit it. I'm sure it was like a quick day of work, and he was just like, oh, the Cohen brothers. <laughs> Ooh. Well, well, well. I don't know if that's true. But I feel like that's, that's the lore. Um, oh, also, apparently, they made a choice that I don't understand. Where they cut out a lot of the scenes. There's like many more scenes filmed with the counselors in training. And they cut them out to have more of apparently. If you say Rudy. (laughs) Yeah, Rudy and Trooper. Fucking Rudy. Rudy. Or in my notes, I went uh, Trooper and Sad Kid. That's that's how I remember. Sad Sack. I didn't didn't know who Rudy was until you said Sad (laughs) Kid. And I'm like, there it is. Uh, why I don't know why that why you would have needed more of that. I uh I it's we'll we'll talk about it. let's let's actually just okay. we'll, we'll jump into the recap and the segments here. Okay. Um one, uh one last fun fact. The one? outfit that he's wearing the red shorts and the colorful Hawaiian shirt, you'll never believe it. Bill Murray's on clothes. <laughs> yeah, he looked very comfortable in that. Sure. I showed up on that third day, he's like, Yeah. So are we doing this or <laughs> I'm ready, I'm ready to work. Ready? Just you hit him in the face like, with the powder and then yeah. Clothing line? You ever look at the Bill Murray like oh, golf no. t-shirt? I, I, oh, I, go, I go to the PGA Tour Superstore every so often and that stuff's right up front. Oh boy. It's, <laughs> uh, it's like fun. Is a, it it's, is fun. It's very too, outlandish. It's too fun for me. No gray, no black. It's unfortunate. Not gonna a lot of patterns. You. I'm always like cold. I'm trying to always get Bill. I'm like, huh? Eh? Bill Murray? <laughs> like shaking it toward him. It's all <laughs> very nice, very soft, but a shirt. 89 bucks. I'm like, geez, oh, yes. What, what is this? Tommy Bahama? My oh, God. Brother. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, listen, I wanted to get into the recap here. I have a question before we okay. get started, and that's Are you ready for the summer? Oh, like, God. When that song started, I was not ready for it. I was like, it's got like a funky bass line intro that all of a sudden just kids <laughs> screaming lyrics at you. Um, great. Great song. There's some disco. I forgot. This is the end of the disco. This is a, era, so. this is a funky album. <laughs> like, and then, and then they have that dance what party. I'm like, kids. I know exactly yeah. what what time this is. The oh, way yeah. that they're dancing, and I was like, just just one it's, arm up. It's in a the lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So the movie kind of opens up with an opening montage. There's like a scene, essentially a cold open with Bill Murray, like stumbling around because it's super early in the morning as alarms are going off. But the movie kind of starts in earnest with this opening montage. In the montage, I wrote down some things that happened in it because I was trying to figure out what are you telling me about the camp with what you're showing me in the montage? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very easy to show like a really rundown camp or like a camp where the counselors are kind of out of control or whatever. I'm not sure what they were showing us in this one because the first thing you get is like a window falling out of a, of a door, and they're like trying to repair a window. It's just a waste of glass. Right. A lot of waste, a waste of glass. glass. 
Um, they're painting around a guy who's passed out on the dock, and I'm like, okay, like is is there, is there too much drinking at this camp? No, I think he's just sleepy. I think he just went to sleep on the dock. He doesn't seem like he's mm. drunk. Um, then there's an, a pane of glass that gets broken by a basketball. The guys that were fixing the window are now just carrying a pane of glass across camp. I guess they didn't want to drive it over there. Um, well, that just reminds, and I don't know if this is maybe this is why they did this. Isn't it Wayne's World too? Where they're just like carrying around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's in a number of things. I mean, it probably that is from Austin, this. I thought that was Austin. Pa- that wasn't Austin Powers. It, was it might also be in Austin Powers, but it it's in one of the, the Wayne's so why, world. Why, why are these people walking around with, uh, in case we'll need it and later? And that's what I was yeah, like, oh, is this meant to be like heightened, mm. like set? I was like trying to tell if we were going for farce. Yeah. With all like the glass stuff, because that's how it's used. I feel like in right. other comedies. I think, and it's, I was just like, yeah, it was more. Not. I think that it, it was just an example of uh, youthful incompetence. That's just the, right. Okay. If you leave a child to to do stuff like that, because these presumably these aren't. I don't think these kids are like in their twenties or mid twenties. I think these are like I don't older know older teenagers. I, I, I think the camp is up to like age fourteen, and I think that these kids are probably 15, 16, 17. Okay. 18 and they're they doing that be. job and and then they have a main senior guy who's probably uh-huh. mid-20s the bill I, care, but i have no I idea know how old. they're older it was hard to place anybody's age 70s ages with the smoking and then you just can't mm-hmm. tell how old the red people meat, are the brown liquor bill, bill murray was 29 i'm like you're this is a 48 year old he looks old, bill murray. He looks old, old. Shit. Yeah. um so yeah then they've got a guy like up on a ladder trying to fix a gutter i think and of course, a man carrying a canoe over his shoulder knocks the ladder out, and he's stuck up there. And then, last thing we see is another window falling out of that same door again. They were, they really thought breaking glass was the funniest shit you could do. Apparently, back then, I'm like, where did they just have an account with? What is it? Uh, <laughs> the glass budget. Who are, oh yeah, I'm like who's what? I can't even think of. Is it Owen? Oh, is it Corning? Did uh, glass? I would I would have said Pella. Pella. Did they make Pella, glass? Pella makes make windows. windows, and apparently they have this same Anderson size window. Renewal oh, yeah. by Anderson, Anderson Renewal, yeah. They have <laughs> they have eight different ones of this one size window. Yeah, good, good for them. Break all Just that shit. Glue a little better next time. Mm-hmm. Tape it mm-hmm. to make sure that it. Eh, I'm not gonna go into. Well, it. I wouldn't be able to put a window in either. Like I, I mean, I, they probably don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, but we go from that opening montage where again, I don't know much about this camp. I know they have a problem with broken windows. But aside from that, I don't really, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to tell me with that montage. Um, we go to a big like parking lot where all the kids are getting on the buses to go to camp, and we are introduced to Camp Mohawk, which is a hoity-toity camp for rich assholes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit confused why the local news is covering a bunch of kids going away to summer camp. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, as a it's local news reporter there who's talking about Camp Mohawk as though well, we all know Camp Mohawk, of course. Like it's What's, no no need to explain what Camp Mohawk is. A thousand dollars a week is a lot now. It's a lot now. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a, a hoity toity camp for rich assholes. Yeah. I mean, and that's with Biden's stagflation that we got going on. <laughs> I mean, th- this is the eighties. There was a different kind of inflation back then too. Mm-hmm. But man, we're not quite eighties yet. This is seventy nine. This is this is the uh, the oil crisis. No, this this is. I mean, our boy, they got. People stuck in the embassy in Iran. Right. I mean, yep. all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah. Well, I did, have a, I did have a question about that. It's like everybody's from the same town. 
Like, why are the I buses meeting? At the, like, I don't know. Parents dropping the kids. Maybe it is the gas crisis. So we're like, y'all well, just drive to this place and then we'll take oh, the rest okay. away. But that okay. didn't make. But, but I mean, well, it kind of makes sense to me if it's like, let's say um, the camp is, you know, 45 minutes away from like the big city out in the woods or whatever. But it's not like it's, you know, a, a, a six hour drive away. I could see how they're like, we're all going to meet at the mall parking lot. It's a big parking lot. We're all going to meet there. and just That's our drop-off point because we're all from within a half hour of each other. But Or it could be that they're meeting at like multiple different malls kind of around the area. And there's mm-hmm. like, well, this is the, the launch from here. Regardless, weird that the news is there covering this. And weird that both camps use the same parking lot to send their kids away. And it's a little you know, bit odd. You got store devices. Do we even see a camera? I just saw a guy with the microphone. <laughs> That's so. true. He was talking yeah. to nobody. He, he, he could have been a crazy person. We have no idea. He could idea. have bands on, I bet. Um, that, uh, yeah. that, that, that Kmart signage brought back memories, though. Oh, yeah. From when, oh, when I was very, very young. And, and, and those signs from, from the 70s still, they, they sort of updated in the 90s, but it always kind of looked like that, those big mm-hmm. red letters up top. I was like, man. So when, when that made, made me feel a little old, I'm like, yeah, I, I remember that. Oh, I remember it. Remember Kmart and Vin, uh, Venture. Remember Venture? The black and white. I, will, I fucking loved Venture. What, what, Venture what, 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 what about what about service merchandise? Do you remember service, service merchandise? merchandise. <laughs> got some jewelry got to get. Got the plans you want to pick up. Yep. Some kind of weird cheap electronics. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Did you guys not have Sears? What is a service? Oh, we had Sears. Service merchandise. Sears. Was, Never heard of it. It's where you would go to get like, you know, a fancy appliance. Like if you, if you were gonna buy a Dyson, you might get it from mm-hmm. service merchandise or a radar Never detector for some reason. Mm-hmm. Sure, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, just a weird fucking store. Is Back it only in, in the Midwest? I don't think something? so. I think we have them in California, in Texas. Tennessee. Huh. Oh yeah. Oh well. well, you missed out. Didn't know Venture either, right? Because Venture was no, that was the one. Either. It was it was updated Target oh. essentially. Yeah. yeah. Ceased operations in 2002. That yep. sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> of, right. of course it yeah. did. Of course it did. Okay. So they, they get to camp and we kind of get an introduction to camp and we see the first of the two sad sacks in this movie is poor kid Spaz. I mean, first of all, I don't know if his name is Spaz or if they just mm. call him that. Either way, it's fucking sad. Don't like worry, a, talk, talk, he talks him up to what's her name. Like, yeah, yeah he went out. Seven sex seven machines. Nerves. Four of them had to call in the next day. I'm yeah. Like, then you see them blowing like, backs out. No. Nah. No. Nah, well, still. also, like that conversation, Tripper. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for some action this summer. What is she? I was like, what? Like, oh, maybe they're talking about drugs because that would make a little more sense. The way. Nope. Trying to get my dick wet at camp. Started. Yeah, that's what. That's what she. Yeah, that's what she was doing. She was talking yeah. about. Yeah, and I was like, does she does she want to have hook up with Tripper or is she like Tripper hook? Tell me who I should go. I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I had a lot of answer questions about it. Um, okay. So yeah, this kid Spaz, he's he's just a, a big old loser. There's a point where he tries to go talk to a girl, but his fly is down. Even like the tape on his glasses are super dirty and gross. Like it's just just a foul loser kid. This kid Spaz. Mm. It's a tough time for him. Yeah, tough time. See, we're all glasses wearers. Mm-hmm. If your glasses mm-hmm. break, would your parents not buy you a new pair? <laughs> I, I, I would. They would be like, "What? You're not careful enough with these. 
where you can get the kinds of the auxiliary bar across the top. But I oh. would get new glasses, though. I wouldn't just like, I would tape them shits up for the next six they years. Would, they would make me suffer for like a week, but then say, fine, you learned your like, lesson. We'll, he's we'll go going to work. Yeah, yeah, like he's at summer. Right. Like, because I did lose my first pair of glasses for like a very long time and didn't tell my mom. So she had no idea. Oh. <laughs> so she was very upset. <laughs> They weren't cheap because I had like weird eyesight problems when I first. Oh, it's no. very. It's such a different time now. I order mm-hmm. three, four pairs at a time from Zenny, and I just have yeah. extra ones laying around in case something it's, like that happens. Which I guess. Yeah. But my mom, like my next pair, she picked them. They were cheap. They were ugly. But yeah. I could no longer get by without wearing glasses because I let my eyesight deteriorate so much because I didn't have glasses for like a year. Well, but, you a so lesson. I'm just saying, like. It, there's no need to have that much tape. Like no, it's just no. I don't As like I know it's like a solution. nerd trope. Yeah. yeah, I was like, just get that new fucking, especially contacts. Worth. I feel like you would have more than one pair of glasses. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I the only time it. to put tape on your glasses is the day that they break until your new ones arrive. You don't I'm just have just... them on there all the time taped up. I was trying to think. Is is there like an were glasses made entirely in Iran and there was a embargo because <laughs> of that or what? The glasses embargo. I don't know because the way it was taped too, it wasn't like it broke like cracked right oh, in the no. center. He had to like wrap it's on the around side, yeah, the inner, with within the actual frame <laughs> underneath the lens. It was, I think, I think that was just to make him look even, even, even more, more pathetic, even, yeah. even nerdier. So, I, don't know. Um, I just, you know, justice for glasses wearing people, yes. we would get them fixed. We're not we get total them fixed, not a heathen, poops. right? Yeah, like, so, get out of here. So they go around camp. We kind of get introduced to the place. And then at dinner time, we get the gossip report. And I was very excited about this. I'm currently uh, listening to a podcast called, is it Normal Gossip? Um, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's I'm, I'm really enjoying that. So I'm like, ooh, gossip. All right, let's talk about it. Uh, the kids just like slam the table and chant gossip to the point that the camp director legit can't be heard. And has to like no, step it's... away from the mic to allow this thing to go down. That guy. Like something update, something update. It's like no, they're they're, they're just counting. We want gossip. We oh. want gossip. We want gossip. I was like, I was like, I was like, is someone can. is someone named gossip? What the fuck? Is I, my 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 notes just say I know they're not chanting. We want gossip. Like, mm. You guys want some hot goss? That's what sure. this is about. They sure um, do. So yeah, girl just like stands up on a on a chair and like gives like a, a scandal report basically about camp. And I, I wanted this to be a running element of the movie. It's a bummer it wasn't. It happened one time yes. and that was it. Oh, yes, yeah. I was like, was okay, a, I want big... this to be part of the movie. Well, especially because, like, at that moment, you, like, don't really understand who everybody is. So if it kept recurring, yes, it would be more interesting. That would help me because I don't know who this, the fuck these kids are. Stupid fucking Rudy we sad sack. Shit ass Rudy. So Rudy is a kid at this <laughs> camp. I Perfect. fucking hate this Perfect. kid. I hate this kid. Like he now I need to back up a little bit. There's a kid who doesn't want to get on the bus to go to camp. Was that also Rudy? Was that a different kid? Yes. I think that's, that's Rudy. Also Rudy. Fuck this kid. So it, the whole time he doesn't want to be at camp. He doesn't want to go. He's whiny. He sucks. Um, in my I have here, he's the opposite of comic relief, which I think is like dramatic infliction or something. He's 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 the worst. Like, yeah, just a sad sack who spends his whole summer with an adult man, 
And yeah. it's yeah. it's right. It's weird. It's like really it. similar to the kid from Wet Hot American Summer who like makes the monsoon happen as his talent. Like he's a kid who's quiet, doesn't have friends, he's introverted. But mm-hmm. the difference is in that movie, they found a way to make him friends at camp. In this movie, Bill Murray is like, Yeah, I'm not gonna let you make kid friends, just me and you, buddy. Like I'm your friend, best friend now. Like, no. At the end, at the end, he becomes popular, but uh that's, yeah, but that, like, like that's, that's at the end. You, you literally like at the weeks. end. Yeah, yeah. You the whole, the whole summer, it's just Bill Murray and this child like hanging out in Bill Murray's cabin. Yeah, you know what you know what they needed because like his his dad is like, hey buddy, don't worry, you're gonna have a great time, and I'll see you at the end of summer. Uh-huh. And on parents' weekend, dad doesn't show up. We needed some explanation for why Rudy is so sad and why beyond him just being a fucking sad. sad so which... they didn't say. I read the Wikipedia synopsis, and it tells you why. Okay, is but his mom I... dead? I was gonna say, did his mom just die, and he moved in That's with his dad? That, he doesn't want to that... for the summer. I read that and I'm like, did I miss it? And they didn't say it in the movie. Is that what it was? I don't. Yes. His mom okay. recently passed away. Okay. I, either I, I may have missed it in the movie. I watched it straight through. I'm like, no, because we all that. three of us would have missed it. One of us would have caught that. They didn't say it. They didn't fucking say it. The dad doesn't say anything. The dad doesn't say anything at the beginning. Maybe there's like a moment where he talked to. He's talking I don't to think there was. Like, so no. Okay. No, there wasn't. No. There we go. That would have been very helpful. That would have that makes so much more sense of and his, why. And his father's a workaholic and sent him yes. to camp. Yeah. Yes. And doesn't have time to come. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's that's what it says. Oh my uh, gosh, that would have been fantastic. None yeah. of that. So so we see him being a loser before this. <clears throat> then they have a soccer game and he blew the big game. And in my notes, I just wrote down, fuck you, Rudy. <laughs> It's like he loses the game, and these kids are so fucking mad at him. Like he he scores an own goal is what happens. You are not athletic. We hate you. We fucking hate you, Rudy. Yeah. But like, yeah, they razz him so bad that he like walks to the bus station to buy a milkshake and a bus ticket to get out of town. Has a suitcase with them. No yeah. one else notices this. No. Also, it felt like the first day of camp. It <laughs> yes. was an intercamp soccer game it's shirts and skins it's like, like you guys have uniforms on take a chill rude take fuck a chill. you rudy yeah it was they they were really mad at him and yeah. in the in the scene where bill murray goes and like i think just coincidentally runs into him at the bus station no is, i think he went did, did he know I think he was he there look for him okay. i don't think he knew but i think he's like oh this fucking sad sack is missing yeah. which now that i know his mom is dead in the film yes, i feel a little that, bit yeah. bad well, but they, they, they could have told he, us. Yeah, I think he noticed and was like, "Well, okay. there's only one place he could be." The Let bus station at chill. 12 years old, <laughs> trying to yep. get back home by himself. Um, yep. So, the, in this this moment, though, in the bus station was when I realized this kid's a terrible fucking actor. He's an awful. They're all bad. I think I noticed Rudy the most because he has the most screen time. Yeah, and like a lot of the kids can't act. It's true. He is mm. particularly bad. There are so many moments of Bill Murray doing like obvious improv and trying to give this kid like an easy alley oop to react to something, and this kid fumbles the ball every single time. I'm just like, no, you can't keep up. Recast yeah. him for somebody that can fucking act. The kid was terrible. Yeah, um, I don't. 
and yet we devoted more screen time. Oh, so much. Well, because that's like when when I read it, I'm like, it would have been one thing if they had like chemistry, if they were like super funny, if it was. I feel like there's been some other films with like kid actors like Dakota Fanning and Denzel Washington and oh, Man sure. on Fire. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I'm trying to do think it. Of, yeah. Like I'm trying to think of another film that I I, I can't at the moment. Uh, Curly um, Sue. Curly Sue. That's <laughs> Curly another good, good one. one. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Uh, what do you call it? There's the Life with Mikey, Michael J. Fox, and all those oh, kid fuck. actors. Uh, the Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin right. and the Wet Bandits. Yes. Perfect this? together. This is not, not that. It. No. Not, I even think, like, who's the old guy in all of the Bad News Bear films? He's oh, yeah. Walter Matthau? Walter Matthau. <laughs> yes. And all the kids in those films. Yeah. Yet, this... Damn you, Silverberg. <laughs> beer. I, I don't know how we actually. Is that how we talk? Yeah, no, well, it is. This <laughs> at the end there. Yes. Yeah, that's that's yeah, how good. it goes. But yeah, no, this, this situation is just this that, kid. Gotta watch that movie. Those kids. We gotta watch that movie. Those kids but it's, it's just yeah. this kid who has nothing going for him. And it's just like, did we need Rudy in the movie? I think the movie's better without him. Yes. Yeah. More shenanigans. Yes. Like, it would have been one thing if they were mm. watching the dailies and were like, oh man, this kid's popping. This kid's got sizzle. We need more of him in this kid. film, you know. Like, yeah, like this kid, this kid's got it. We got a diamond in a rough here. But I think if I'm watching the dailies, I go like, "Whoa, Uh-oh. we got to correct." Uh oh, <laughs> you got this Rudy kid. Uh oh, Woof. Woof is correct. Yes, Woof. yeah. I Woof. mean, and I, my my thing is, none of the characters get any development because they try to heap all the character development stuff on Rudy, who doesn't develop as a character. They give him all of the screen time to show us like him developing over the course of the movie. He doesn't fucking develop. He's the same piece of shit sad sack at the end as he is at the beginning of the movie. He's got a bit more confidence. He's got a bit He's more a confidence. Bit. A little? Not, but not a lot. No. I feel bad calling him a piece of shit now knowing that the character's mother is dead. I don't yeah. care. Piece of shit sad sack. Like, as, get soon it together, as, Rudy. as soon as I saw a sad kid and his dad's pushing him to camp, I'm like... Uh-oh. Something happened to the mom. He's an orphan. That's not, not good. You know, Ryan Philippi in White Squall. And you're like, here's a picture of my brother. I'm afraid yeah. I hate you. Like, He's dead now. Something <laughs> happened. Yeah. There's my brother. Something. Take a look. Uh, look at God. him. Yelling. I pee myself yeah. when I climb ropes. Right. Oh, Something's got to happen. Yeah. Brother's it's dead everywhere. and he fell out of a tree. Oh, oh there we my go. God. There it is. There it is. Uh, okay, so we haven't um, done this segment in a little bit, but we have to for this one. What's your problem? Mm-hmm. This movie, you know, again, we understand that movies of different, different eras, yeah, they have a different standard for what's acceptable. Um, there's some things that are said in this movie that I look back and I'm like, oof, they wouldn't write that line now. A lot of them are weird sex stuff with Tripper, which... I mean, there's really him and Roxanne are the only two people of their age, I think, at mm. the camp, really. So, okay. like, they they can talk sex stuff to each other, but anybody else they talk sex stuff to, it's weird because they're a lot older than whoever they're talking to. Um, he's he's giving whoa, whoa. yeah. But even them talking sex stuff is not good either for most. Of <laughs> we'll the talk film. about there's a there's a okay. thing there's a okay. there's a part that happens, but okay. um, hold off. Yeah, there's a part where in the beginning when Tripper is given like a tour of the camp, uh-huh. when he says, 
this he's talking to the boys, the the other the guy counselors in training. He says, "This is the fourteen year old girls' cabin. They've got the equipment and the drive, but they haven't got the experience." And then okay. he says something else I didn't write down, but I'm like, and "Oh, it made it worse." Don't don't any of you give them that experience this summer? Yeah, or something hey, like that. it no, was that's... it was like, well, no, but but the way okay. the way that he said it was like, "Listen, I they 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 look like grown women." And they mm-hmm. want to fuck, but they have yeah. no experience. But don't you guys there. fuck them? Wink, don't wink. <laughs> like that was how it felt. You want to fuck my daughters, Vince? Don't you fuck my daughters, Vince? <laughs> I think that yeah. was Entourage. No, that was. Oh yeah, that was Bob Saget on Entourage. Oh god, oh, oh, man. It, it, it felt very <laughs> much like a don't do it, wink. But I, well, there's it, also yeah. it's just like, like stay away. Not yet. To like me, don't. Not yeah. this summer. Maybe next summer. Maybe de- there was a little bit of that in there. Also, I think Roxanne is giving a tour to the female CITs, and was saying something like they're like the jailbait, or this is the yeah. jailbait section. Yep. I don't know what I was like. Oh god! It was right at they're the same the time because the boys are going up the steps. Like She's coming down. It's like, yeah. yep, that's the jailbait bunk for the fourteen-year-olds. I'm like, oh no! Oh no! Um, no, no, no. So you wouldn't have that in a movie now. Um, there's a scene where Tripper sexually assaults Roxanne. Like, there's not another way to put it this. It was wrestling. It was on. Uh, she, um, I know. She's I legit like saying no and trying to, like, fight him off and she push him away. She was having a great time the whole time. <laughs> totally consensual. He pins her down and keeps on I trying know. to kiss her. I know. I And I feel like the actress didn't really know what he was going right. to do. Because it's not like... No offense to anybody in this film. I don't think the acting's that good. And mm-hmm. I just, I think maybe she wasn't given a head. I don't know. But she seemed like legitimately like Bill Murray, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it felt a little bit like Tippy Hedron and the birds, where it's like, no, I have a real bird phobia and you've attached live birds to me with a string and mm-hmm. they keep on pecking me. <laughs> like, this is bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she, she seems like the whole entire film to not want anything to do with Tripper at all sexually. Right. And it is just not like, in the, I I feel like we've seen this in some of these older films and I think, or maybe I was like listening to a podcast about it where like, I think the conversation on consent has like a thousand percent changed since a lot of movies came out. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not that it's not cute anymore for like, no, 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 no. Okay. Right. Now I'll kiss you. If you yeah. watch the James Bond films, that is all. Oh. James is not good at seducing women. He is There's great at assaulting guy. women. He's persistent yeah, is all. Yes. No, yeah, yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Okay, fine. Yeah. Thir- thir- 13 no's equals a yes. Yeah. Okay, thanks. I, it's, thanks, it's Sean. It's bad. Appreciate it. Yeah, different yeah. time. So- yeah, yeah that, this this particular it's it's giving Pepe Le Pew, like she is struggling with all her might to get away. And he's like, "Nope, I'm kissing you anyway." she was struggling to get away from him. Yeah. Um, then uh, it's it's very uncomfortable. There's also a scene where two of the the male CITs, Crockett and Wheels, they're having like a social event, like a big dance, and the two of them argue over who gets the virgins this time. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. this is. I got a lot oh, of problems. You didn't catch that? Yeah, it's, I don't know who um, Crockett and 
Wheel Crockett sorry, is the so. dude that has like the the white guy afro. He's got the the Bill Walton. Oh, okay. And then Wheels is the uh, AL's boyfriend. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah, man. the guy with the the dark hair that looks like it's very very stiff. Um, I thought that was hardware. I don't know who anybody. No, is. That's 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 Wheels. Maybe oh no, that's Wheels. Um, but yeah, like I the understanding here, I think, is that every summer. These guys just like, well, now it's my turn to take several virginities this one night because I get the virgins this year. Is that it's exciting odd to me? It's, is that something that that's that, was was that exciting to? I'm trying to think back to when I was that no, age. Like, oh, this is so. Oh yeah, that's well, that, that's what I want to do. Oh, for, yeah. for some reason, and I think it's because <laughs> creeps run Hollywood. For some yeah. reason, Hollywood really wants me to think that like. Men in general are just gaga for virgins. Like, oh, I want a, mm. I want a virgin, and I'm like, I don't know anybody that wants that. Like, I don't. I mean, yeah. oh, oh, good, I get to spend the entire time explaining everything to you, huh? That's this is fun, and like reassuring you that you're doing it okay, and like checking in with you. I don't want any of that. No, it's, no, it's terrible. No, it's definitely, it's definitely something more sinister. Yes, people being manipulated. Dark. It's gross. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's okay. no good. That's no good. If you watch Shiny Happy People, Better uh, yep. Better Life Institute, whatever the fuck, I'm missing a word. But uh, it's all acronyms. Yeah. And yeah. And it's just like the same thing. It's like the purity and the submission. And it's mm-hmm. just like, ew, what is wrong with you? It sounds awful. But it's like, what is it? Is it in the Quran? Or maybe it's just, I don't know. I don't want to, but like the 40 Uh-oh. virgins upon your death when you uh-huh. like, Suicide I don't want that, shit, right? I don't want. I don't want that. Like, just they made fun like, of that on Family Guy too. Yeah, See, Family Guy's out of the where the, the guy kills himself and then it's a, it's forty virgin like lame thir- forty year old guys who never had sex before. Yeah, and that's what he gets. That's hilarious. No, no, don't ah! don't, don't, don't give me forty virgins. Give me like two experienced, very sex positive women. <laughs> like that's a lot better than forty virgins where I'm explaining everything all the time and it sounds like a terrible time. Um, to get away from that, it, seems, it just seems like a pa- <laughs> one last thing. It's like a power thing. Oh, it's, it's for sure a power a thing. Conquering, yeah, it's gross. It's yeah, it's it's foul. Misogyny and all. Of yeah, that. it's 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 all the worst things rolled up into one. Um, now Sexism. this movie, <laughs> this movie does do a good job with some of the the bumper scene jokes. Like we're, we're the movie is a, a basically a collection of like sketches. It's like yeah. it's you could you could rearrange the order of all of these scenes and make no fucking difference in the movie at all. It's just like here's campers doing a thing and it's funny. Um yeah. but between More of this, these scenes, please. Yeah, right? Between the scenes, they have these little like moments where again we've seen these in other camp movies since then, but like it, it'll be Bill Murray making an announcement and then something happening on screen that pertains to the announcement, which I I liked a lot of these. Uh the first one is that there's like killer bees on camp and there's a, a girl laying out like the white lines of the baseball field and bees attack her and she runs around crazy and she looks and her line is all like wobbly and like circled back on itself I'm like that's kind of funny <laughs> that's yeah. kind of a funny little gag for for a 15 second joke that's kind of funny um the mystery meet one i think was the best one and it's like yes. all right we have an update on tonight's meet it was veal. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so the update, like, we know what it is now. Right. And some kid would because he guessed it was some kind of beef. <laughs> like, 
Somebody, you, I think you want a Ford Festiva? You can go pick it up. Yeah, Morty's. It was a Chrysler Cordova. Oh, it was a Cordova. Well, okay. I I knew I knew there was a uh, was it alliteration? Alliteration. I I knew Chrysler Cordova, Ford Festiva. Festiva. Yeah, I don't know. Like, hey, if someone drives a Ford Fiesta, I would have remembered it. It was a Chrysler Cordova, and you could pick it up in like Morty's office. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a good one. But there are like. The B one to me, because I had a question about that. Like, I wonder if they like the plan was always to do the little bump, like the voiceover, or because like the B one is one of the few that is like totally correlated to what he is saying. I feel like yeah. the other ones, it's just like the kids walking around and he's just saying fucking nonsense. That's true. And I was like, it, uh, some, some, there was some about hunters. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it, it, so make, they kill the kids basically. Make sure you wear bright if if you're going hiking today. Make sure you wear bright clothing and uh, Godspeed or something like yeah. that. He's like said, "Stay low." Like, yeah, yeah and I'm like, good, 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 good luck to you. Yeah, it's enjoy. just the kids walking that I'm like, they must have been like, "Oh, we, we need too heavy on the roof." He's Let's kidding. He's <laughs> kidding. There were some some rough ADR moments where I'm like, "Oof, that sounds real bad." Um, yeah, th- we have th- there's a whole series of them with Morty. Morty is, I, I think, what would you call that? Like the camp director, right? Like he's the I guess so. Yeah. I, he, he looks older nice than everybody else. I think he's, he's the king, he's king shit of fuck mountain of this king shit of fuck mountain. He's yeah. the man. He's the Janine Garofalo of this film. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. So he is the world's soundest sleeper. And I, I was confused by all of this because they Bill Murray calls this Operation Excitement, which one of the kids is like, oh, is it another panty raid? And I'm like, obviously it's gonna be a panty raid because Operation another. Excitement built right another one. But I'm like, of course, that's what this is going to be because Bill Murray has weird sex politics in this movie. Um, yeah. Operation Excitement is just them like moving the camp director while he sleeps, I guess. So very the first dang- time they do it, they strap very him. Dangerous places. I'm multiple not, times. Is, yeah. Yeah. The first time they do it, they strap him to his bed and they're they're being very careful not to wake him. And I'm like, okay, but then they turn him onto his side and he doesn't fucking notice that. Um, we'll be fine. Yeah. So then after that, um, they take him outside, suspend him above the road, like on the way into camp for parents day. So he wakes up, mm-hmm. I don't know, what, 20 feet up in the air, probably with his nightstand yep. next to him still, which is the other part of this joke to keep on doing. Um, then after that, we see him by the side of the road, just like asleep when you turn into camp. Then yep. uh, at the end of the movie, he's on a raft in the middle of the lake. Like, yeah, you're trying to kill this man. <laughs> Just, it's wild like, is morty okay should he see a doctor morty has a condition um, he needs to be in a sleep study no i'm pretty sure this is a he's taking a sleeping pill too late and he's just oh okay. he's, he, he's dead for 12 hours and then he wakes up he's like and because he's a glasses person too first thing you oh, do, yeah. grab the glasses yeah, put them out so you can see um and wherever he is, it's always a shock to him, which yeah. is incredible. Because when they had him strapped and then they turn, turned him sideways, uh-huh. who's <laughs> not gonna? So He's that's like, why I'm thinking, why are we being quiet there in the first place? Heavy, bring a boom box, a heavy narcotic effect, or <laughs> what, what, or whatever, whatever you call it, psychotropic, not psychotropic, barbiturates. No, whatever you call those sleep, those heavy sleep drugs, like, there's, there's a tranquilizers. The yeah, I, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think it's tranquilizer. I think. It's not nootropic. It's something tropic. I, I can't I remember know, what it is, but it's, I don't know. It's it's the ones where uh, I bet you they're gonna there there could have been some funny stuff if 
at some point in the middle of the night, he wakes up because he's on this medication, does hilarious things, and then ends up in the yeah. middle of the street. But there wasn't that much development in that particular no. character. No, he, just gets shit. He, just gets shit. he just gets shit on by Bill Murray. Yeah. At, he sleeps hard. I mean, yeah, uh, sleeps hard. They also had a moment where Bill Murray announces that arts and crafts are canceled due to bad taste. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's the same joke as uh, lunch is canceled due to a lack of hustle. <laughs> like, maybe it's, if it's you, the same fucking joke. Maybe if you guys were better and had like you know taste in what you were doing, mm-hmm. we could do this. But we could do it. It's not worth the time. Not worth not the time. Your, not with your charlatan asses. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to also get in a quick mic check here. Mic check one two one two. Mic check one two. Microphone check one two. Uh, there's not a lot of songs worth talking about in the movie. The movie has like three songs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The movie basically has three songs and they just kind of play them over and over again. Yeah. Um, the main song is it is a bop. Like, are you ready for the summer by the camp North star singers or whatever they called themselves? Like reeking children. Yeah. Yeah. Kids yelling. Is Um, there something about school being out? No more books. Like, yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for the summer? <laughs> it just kept on playing it. Um, then, as Davis pointed out, there's a movie, a song called Meatballs, which I think is the reason they call the movie Meatballs. Like I, I they was waiting. Yeah, I was, I was like, time. is there a group of campers or counselors who call themselves the Meatballs? I'm like, no. There's no, no reason they call the movie Meatballs other than we have a song called Meatballs in the movie. You know, wrote it. I think uh, the song George was written for the film. Even better. I, I bet it was. You know, Rick Dees is. Yeah, I do know. I saw. I saw it was with Rick D's. Yeah, that's right. Disco Duck, baby. Yeah. And I was like, yep. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, makes a lot yeah. of sense. I, I bet he's. Yeah. I bet he's still getting residuals. I mean, if, still if he's still with us, I bet he is. Song. Yeah. Well, I just think like because the songs are so bad. There's only oh, three yeah. of them, and, <laughs> and they use them over and over again. Specific to this particular bit of cinema mm-hmm. that I believe. They were like, what, what What? do you guys got? Who can make a, this is the movie, this is what it's about, we need a song. And yeah. I just think it was like, uh, great, the name is Meatballs, we're going to toss it in. Like, I just... Making it, well, I'm making it, oh yeah, I'm ma- I was like, what, what the fuck is this? What's what funny to me is... That is not the song they were dancing to it's at not the time. The one. Oh, they were right. dancing to Rolling Stones, I think. Oh, <laughs> couldn't hear that, huh? You ain't getting the right. It would have cost more than the entire budget of the film. Right. One one point six million Canadian. So, well, the thing with the, the thing with this movie to me, I just finished watching um, Succession, and they do such a great job in that show of taking the opening theme song and like interpolating it a thousand different ways to make the score of the show. Like the, you have the same couple of musical cues and the pacing is the same. Yeah. That's. <laughs> They do a good job with that. In this, the score is okay. Like it, I mean, they've taken like the funky bass lines from the two songs that they have, and that's fine. What confuses me though is there are the third song in this movie is like a weird melodramatic ballad. And I don't it doesn't make any fucking sense. They play it during like lighthearted fun moments, and it makes the scene feel weird. So like Parents Day. All the kids and the parents are like running around in a field together, and it's like this maudlin fucking music in the background. 
They play it again during the canoe trip, and they play it as like the triumphant music at the end of the race. And I'm like, no, this is not Chariots of Fire. This is like an instrumental version of Ben by Michael Jackson. Like, this is a heavy, like, sad fucking song. Why are you playing this? If it was that, fine. But I'm like, no, you're playing like like a Donna Summer breakup song. The Chariots of Fire. Yeah, those are the lyrics. That's right. I always sung along to it, and yeah. those aren't those aren't the worst. There's no words. The music thing. is so weird in this movie. Uh, yeah. They were getting uh, you know John Williams to do this, but I feel like there's been some other movies we watch where you're just like, what? Yeah. Did they? What did do they doing? watch the film? They're like, yeah, the song will go right here. And it was great. it was just, it was all so weird. I'm just like. Every time that it happens, I'm like, well, now you've taken what should be like, you should be playing the Are You Ready for the Summer song when the parents and kids are running around a field together instead of like a sad song. Very mm-hmm. fucking weird. They mm-hmm. also had sad music every time Rudy's on the fucking screen. So like, yeah, I already didn't like this kid. Now I don't like him extra because I was watching a fun scene 10 seconds ago. Now he's popped up and the music is like from a very special episode of Full House. Yeah, it's just like, like sad fucking heavy music with the sad kids on the screen. It's like, what is the the peanut song where it's like oh, they're, well, they're all in a minor key, so I mean right. peanut yeah. music is all sad. Or they keep doing this on a for Arrested Development, it's the sad whole oh, song. From yeah. George <laughs> where where Drew Michael's walking around with his head down. He walks in the house, just lays on the ground. I can't think of the song right now, but yeah, it was just like, um, oh, here comes old Rudy again. Uh, oh, it was, was it, yeah. Like, I was like, da, just... da 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 da. But that's the that's the happy Christmas song. So like, that's a depressing <laughs> show. <laughs> Charlie Brown has severe depression at six years old. He's fucking bald. Okay. He's fucking bald, and his, his friends make fun of him. And all of his friends had hair at some point. He just it just didn't come in for him. Even Pigpen's got hair. That kid is neglected. Never discuss but, why is Charlie Brown fucking bald. His, his hair is his hair is filled with dirt, though. Filled with dirt. Yeah, he has hair. Dirt hair. We have to. We'll we'll get back on track because we we'll do our own peanuts spot at one point. He's got. <laughs> He's got the one Jimbo Fisher curl of hair on top of his forehead. That's it. It's a single strand. Oh Just my god! Boop, boop, boop. Okay, anyway, sorry. Um, so back on track here. Um, they do a big basketball game in this movie, and I'm not sure why Spaz is on the team. Um, there are more than five male counselors at this camp. He he's double dribbling in a way that no one double dribbles, where you legit use both hands on the ball at the same time. No right. one dribbles with both hands. I don't know why they do this basketball game. No idea. Camp North Star is terrible at basketball. Yes. Like just, and why is it the camper? Why is it the camp? The counselors in training, not the kids play. Like, there's just a lot of things they do that I'm just like, it's this weird. Should be the kids. It should be the, the kids. Uh, they had in the beginning when they're warming up. You see the kids from the counselors from Camp North Star can't shoot, and then you cut over to the Camp Mohawk kids, and it's that scene from Pleasantville. There's it's all going in easy threes for everybody. It's the, yeah. it's the Golden State Warriors just shooting threes all over the fucking place. Um, yeah. I, I did appreciate the cheers that they had, though. So at this game, 
Could you understand them? It was all no. shrieking. So... I'm like, I, what, what, what are you doing? They're all yelling. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell what they were saying. It was, yeah. Exactly. It, it, yeah, it knows. They made seem me, to be I kind of doing it. the same hand motions and such, but they were so really. low energy with these cheers. Really, like they were though. so bothered to be doing this. But yeah. it was it was just wild. No, number one, the cheerleaders from Camp Mohawk have like legit uniforms and tomahawks and the whole nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the 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 fact that these female counselors spent all this time to like choreograph and rehearse these cheers, and I'm like, for what? For who? Then it, again, the kids should be involved. Like that's the thing where I'm just like, yep. why is it the? I don't know how no, old it's, the counselors and trainees are supposed to be. These kids, but kids. it's not about the kids. No, the no. kids are the kids are a very small part of the, the kids. Movie. Aren't even there? In, in, in case <laughs> you know, the kids game. are like they're in the movie about this much, and it's mostly about the horny teens. Yeah, that's the Rudy. Movie. It's mostly except, about Rudy. If there's a kid, except fucking, Rudy. fucking Rudy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, so what about that kid? Like the kid with the frog. Did we talk about that yet? No, the kid's got a dead frog. And we just never talk about never, it again? Never comes back. Okay, that's never fine. Never back. That's fine. Well, that is, that is one thing I forgot to mention. They're uh, like, oh, you got the six-year-old cabin. I was like, six-year-olds? Six-year-olds. Six-year-old? Yeah. Like, I know my niece did it for like a week at, I think when she was six, the same camp Eight she's been going to. It was not, I don't think it was. Like, she only goes to it for like a month. Camp. But Jesus. Six- yeah, but no, all summer long. I don't know what to do. It's fucking crazy. I don't know what to do. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so there's He's a like moment at one where point, one of the, well, they're ca- just one. Thing. They're carrying one of the six year old after some meal, and he's like, "All right, let's go to rest time." The kid's like, "I don't come here to rest." Yeah, it's, like, it's nap time. We're all going to sleep. Rest. Yeah, <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, so with this basketball game, there's a moment where they realize that they can't win, and Bill Murray's like, "Yeah." Doesn't matter. They're they're way better than us. Like we're we're not gonna win a basketball game. So their big plan is to just like yank their pants down and then run off. And I'm like, well, that's that's a half baked plan, pal. That's that's R-E- pretty. N N O F T. Run run off. They they gotta go. Yeah, they gotta run off. Yeah, that's no. When if if you're losing and that's all you got, I appreciated it. I thought it was very funny. Good for them. Take them pants off. Mm-hmm. I thought there was also like something about like dignity or whatever. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna no was, lose with lose with pride, or lose with dignity, lose with something. Nah. Yeah. Well, they, well, the those uh, the Camp Mohawk kids they cheated a bunch. They, they always cheated. cheat. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know where dignity comes in if you're being cheated again. Even though the cheating didn't necessarily. Caused them to win the game, they would have won anyway. It didn't matter. Yeah, man, they cheated yeah. the way that Nixon cheated. You're going to win anyway. Right? Like, what are you doing? You're going to, oh, yeah. dude. You're going to win he, anyway. He won that election. He he won 48 states. Yeah, 49. He won a goddamn landslide. 48 states. 40, 40, was it? Was it? 40. He might have won 49. Was it? No, Reagan won 49 the second time. Was it? Was 72 Mondale McGovern? Yeah. So that. Oh, was... Oh, I've really gone to McGovern myself. Or was it? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. No, it was. No, that was. Uh, that was. Yeah, no, it was, no, it was no, it was Eagleton and uh, oh, Sam Eagleton, who who was Tom uh, and the and the other guy, but it was like yeah, yeah, they won their home state and one other, and then yeah. Nixon well, won the rest of them. So that I that is Ken Hawk. You guys are winning by eighty here. points, and you're still cheating. Um, this was 72, 72. You can figure this out. 
So yeah. after that, they have a canoe trip. This is just a way for us to see the couples all make out and hook up. Bill mm-hmm. Murray has sex in a lake. Uh, yeah, this is ropes. yeah, a hundred percent just for the the quote unquote adults to fuck, but they yeah. left Morty behind. I'm assuming to, to watch all the kids to watch the six year olds. It was George George McGovern and, go. and and Nixon won forty nine states. That's fucking insane. Yep. Never it's happened nuts. again. But no, uh, Reagan yeah. did it. Reagan won forty nine eighty eight. I know. I know. Uh, Eighty four. I'm, I was talking more of in the modern day. It's oh, never, never going to happen again now, no. It's going to be determined by <laughs> 800,000 votes in like four, in states, four or five for, states for the rest of our lives. But uh, yeah, yeah um, that's how you get ticks, leaving your clothes around like that and oh, being yeah. nude. That's, that's how you that's get Lyme how, disease. That's how you get Lyme disease. That, yep. But that wasn't a thing in nope. 78, 79. So We're good to Yolanda Hadid. That's how you get Lyme disease. Enjoy uh, yourself. So then uh, after the canoe trip, we have the Olympiad. Which it's it's only these two camps. I'm not sure this is a thing that keeps mm-hmm. on happening. It feels like it makes more sense if there's like seven or eight camps in the area who all get together to compete. But having it be a one on one, our camp, your camp thing is always odd to me. Um, it, yeah. Wait, are you gonna? Well, especially because I think they tell us like they are. I don't mean they haven't won in the past twelve. Years. Like, why are we? This still... is the thirteenth one. They haven't won one yet. Why are we still doing this? Well, and they Camp Northstar hosts it. It's, <laughs> so it's like we're, we're inviting you guys to whoop our ass every year. Something yeah. to do. Something to do, I suppose. Yeah, yeah it's, um, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an opportunity to compete against people who aren't in the camp. Some yeah. Fresh meat, I guess. Let's base some fresh yeah. meatballs. Fresh, fresh meatballs. meatballs. Um, I don't know. I'm trying I'm trying to I'm really trying to think of a stretching. good reason why it's called meatballs, and I I got I got nothing. But yeah, but like Dave said, I mean, Camp Mohawk, they they are the rich kids. They have all the money for this $1,000 a a week camp, and they're still cheating. Um, The first Mm -hmm. event, uh, the kid from Camp Mohawk is a kid that pops up in like the shrubbery with a a slingshot, and he shoots it to like deflate the beach ball this kid is using in his swimming competition. Uh, Hell of a shot, frankly. Yeah. Little kids. He was trying to murder that child. Yeah. No, they yeah, they hire that kid loses his eye and drowns. The way they made fun of it in Mr. Show is it, they take it to the extreme because that's when it's funny. Somebody pops out of the bushes when one of the kids is running and slices his neck. With <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's they they took that to the extreme. You I appreciate that. HBO, that was it's 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 a good sketch. I appreciate that. <laughs> um next we have like a potato sack race and the kids from camp mohawk don't even try to win the race they're just right away knocking the kids down yeah um then we get a severe leg injury during a field hockey game dana how was the field hockey in this movie well, first, first time we get to all, ask you about it okay first of all i was like did you knee her in her pubic bone but then her leg is broken <laughs> she knee her understand. like above above the knee like on the inside part of the thigh like it's, it's soft called, tissue it's called referred pain it's a it's a thing <laughs> it, and if, if, if you hit someone directly on top of the pubis it ends up in the leg right there you go <laughs> it, ends up, it ends up with breaking your leg yeah it's um, a broken leg <laughs> i will say i laughed so hard when she fell down the field hockey sticks have come a very long way <laughs> since 1979. Mm-hmm. We actually had some of those style sticks at the school I worked at, but we would like cut them in half and like make the kids like have to play games with like smaller sticks. I forget why we did it. I think sometimes just to make ourselves laugh. Um, 
but no, all the sports in this film were was horrible. I'll even talk yeah. to you about the softball. I know where to get to it. It's also bad. Mm, it terrible. was. But again, field hockey's come a long way. I could not imagine playing with a truly wooden, like shillelagh type of it's thing. It's a shillelagh. Like, yeah. I was I was waiting for the bagpipes. I was yeah. like, what, what's going on? That was the national anthem. I remember. Yeah, no, this is this is akin to like watching football with leather helmets. <laughs> like yes. this, it looks it looks antiquated. Mm-hmm. I don't um, I like thinking about the style of play. We do, I do not know how you would dribble a ball with that type of stick because it's all <laughs> about like being able to turn your like and whatever. We don't need to get in the mechanics of field hockey, but I was just like, ugh, yeah. not a pleasure playing with that. It, fucking it's, it's very strange. Club. Anyway. Um, then there's essentially a felony battery committed during the boxing match. Again, why are the CITs doing this part? Like it's the kids are doing all the other events and all of a sudden you just have two adult men like no, fight, fighting, fighting each other in a boxing fight, fighting a 40 year old man that the guy from <laughs> camp, a full uh, mustache. No, they have ringers on, on that team. Yeah. 100%. The, guy does, the eating competitions are ringer. The guy. Yes. Who, who, the who, stomach. Who, 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 who does the boxing is at least 43 years old. He's just mm-hmm. doesn't well, make any sense. Journeyman prize fighter over here. Yeah. Well, that, that's also the thing. Of like, I don't know how old anybody is because no I think idea. in the field hockey game, I think those were CITs. I could I think so. not. T- so, like, again, that's another thing that the, maybe <laughs> the counselors are doing when it should be the. I don't want little kids boxing. Kids. So I was fine with it not being. I, I, I do want to watch that. Now that I think about now that I think about it. Yeah, most of the competition is the counselors. What the fuck mm-hmm. is going on in this, this camp? Like, it makes sense. It's true. The ones Maybe I'm looking at that are coming bit. up are all the counselors. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, so so the kids from one camp and the other kids are going to play a basketball game. No, it was no. counselors. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. It's very it, – it was a choice, which I can understand, like, a little bit of the adults, like, hey, we want in on the action. Right. They are doing everything. All it would them. be like – we're watching heavyweights, and instead of just kids, Pat doing everything, <laughs> uh, Pat and Lars, yeah. So, um, yeah, this 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 boxing match though, it was a, a Panama Lewis situation, which Dave understands. Those gave us. Those gave, gave, gave us. Yeah, uh, watch watch assault that. in the ring one time, one time only. It's still on. If you got uh, CBS All Access or whatever they call it, Paramount Plus, you can watch. Yeah. On show, Irish Ass- Billy, what was his name? And Louis Resto, uh, but Irish Billy McGinn, some shit. Coughlin, Co- Co- Coughlin. Oh, was well, yeah, Irish Billy Coughlin. Yeah, it's Jesus probably, Christ, it's probably, it, um, awful, awful. So but sad. yeah, he he's. So he, I mean, it's this is reminiscent of the Swing Kids boxing match. This yes. dude is like on his knees trying to stop fighting. He keeps on like, getting hit in the face. Do a do a do a do a. I was waiting for something like that, but it just didn't happen. Because this was before. This was before that. Was so, before. <laughs> so they're they're feeling very down on themselves. They need a pep talk, and so Bill Murray gives them the "it just doesn't matter" pep talk. It's a weird fucking speech. It's meandering as hell. <laughs> like, yeah, in I the think... beginning, it doesn't matter. Is like no one actually cares who wins. This is basically what he was saying. Was, in the it end, it's like it doesn't <laughs> matter because society rewards the rich and well connected, no matter how hard we work. And I'm just like, it's, well, it's a weird speech, now, Bill. It was a weird. Uh, there was that kind of a speech. Uh, the uh, uh, was it the Bluto speech in Animal House when they mm-hmm. all get kicked out of camp? It's like, did did Abraham Lincoln uh, did this when he stopped World War Two? 
Hell right. no. Was like, yeah. he, Did we give up when the Germans him. bombed us on Pearl Harbor? There you go. That's yeah. like, don't stop him. He, he's, he's, on, he's rolling. Roll. Don't yeah. stop him. He's rolling. Yeah. So I, I figured it was the same thing. Just, just it, like was, it was similar. Yeah. yeah. I think it was just like, you have to, this is the chant we want you to say. Uh-huh. This is like that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It was a big fucking mess. Um, but I, I guess this weird speech like rallies the troops, and now they're on board. So they have this big comeback on day two, where they just start cheating. Because the first thing is, you see a kid put a fish down the back of like the Mohawk swimmers like swimsuit. So there's a fish in there, and she can't focus, so she falls into the lake, and they win that way. Yeah, um, I missed that. We, oh yeah, that was the first one. We have a, a softball game again with just the counselors, and one of the girls comes over to the other one. I don't know who was who because these characters don't matter. And is like, "Hey, hit it at that girl with those big old titties," because like she can't play softball, she can't catch. And I was like, "Wow." Mm-hmm. Does the softball mm-hmm. wind up in her shirt? Yes, it goes in her tits, and okay. then she can't fish it out. And I'm like, I think that counts as you catching it though. Like, I think there is out I- then. No, because you can do this. You can you can hold it up again. Yeah, yeah it's an well, at least in well in in the Midwest, sixteen inch. You can you can trap it like that, and it sure. yeah. catch. So it, sure. Also, what a what an amazing shot that no one reacts to that the ball goes yeah. in her. It was. I don't think it was that low of a V neck. No, and I was it, it like, was. It wasn't like it was buttoned down to like show cleavage or anything. It was buttoned all the way up. Yeah, hell of was, a shot. I was like, what is happening? I don't. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's yeah. really button all the way. You have to hit her like in the throat in and the that, throat. Like, trickle down. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird way that it worked. And well, um, anything like that though, anything like that. So not only do they have boxing, but they also have wrestling in this thing for the CITs. Uh, yeah. Wheels is just doing WWE stuff. He has a drop Terrible. kick at one point, and, like Terrible. goes for a plancha later on. <laughs> like it's yeah. just, it's weird. It's very embarrassing. Um, then we get Spaz in the cup stacking contest. Number one, don't pick Spaz for this. He's notoriously clumsy. Number yeah. two, it was very funny to me to hear them like whisper chant Spaz because you don't want to be like too spaz, loud and scare spaz, them. Spaz, 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 Spaz. spaz. Yeah, it was yeah. it was whisper chanting. Mm-hmm. Um, the cheating finally backfires on Camp Mohawk because that same slingshot kid tried to shoot Spaz. Did he get distracted or I like think somebody hit him? There you the go. Yeah. yeah, he wound up shooting his own dude right in the thigh, who of course yeah. fell down and dropped all the cups everywhere. Um, but then yeah. Spaz like doesn't even get like because he's carrying a tray of I guess they're plastic. We realized teacups yeah. and saucers. Mm-hmm. But he, I I thought the whole point was to be able to walk back and forth with them to get them to the destination and have them left standing. He literally just gets the table and throws them down. And I was like, <laughs> sure you does. didn't win either. You yeah, I, I don't I don't know the rules of this competition. Yeah, um, I do know the rules of that game. And very I confusing. No, uh, like it. it must be you just get it, get them across the, the, the line as so long as they're still stacked in yeah, one place. The plan. You're good. And then just be like, oh. no, nah. I mean, fuck you. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird, but I didn't like okay, it. Fine. Uh, I didn't like it. Then the penultimate event we have here is a truly disgusting hot dog eating contest. It's fucking gross. Wieners. 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 So they they establish that Camp Mohawk has paid a ringer, whose nickname is The Stomach, to come and compete. Mm -hmm. And when they shoot him, he looks like he's Andre the Giant, basically, a huge person. 
when he gets up there, he's the same height as Bill Murray. He's not he's, he's not right. that big no. of a dude. They're the same height. Yeah. And I don't think of Bill Murray right. as being a tall man. Um, he's he's a thick fella, but he's not like mm-hmm. a giant person where they thought like he was. Six foot tall, Bill Murray. Yeah, probably about six foot. But for this guy to yeah. be like this this undefeatable monster eater, and he's six feet tall, it's like that's a little bit odd. Um, you mean he should have been wearing his Tom Cruise lifts? Is yes, that what we needed? His to drive? monster shoes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so they <laughs> they sit down. His De Niro from the <laughs> Apple Irishman box. shoes. That's correct. Yeah. So they, they they sit down to eat all these hot dogs, and the thought that I had going through my mind is. What would not help me eat a ton of hot dogs is a dude draped around my neck, rocking me back and forth and screaming in my ear the whole time. Like the whole time this dude is trying to eat his hot dogs. Bill Murray is like clinging to him, shaking him around. I'm like, dude, let him eat. This is ridiculous. I'm not helping at all here. No, it didn't help. He died at the end. He died. He he passed away. I don't (laughs) remember seeing him again. He's dead. So at the uh, end Bill of Murray, this, six foot two, just want to oh, call that out. Oh, okay. And they had the decency to just the grossest part of, cause I actually watched the, well, they didn't, did they do it in the foot? No, I, I was watching the replays oh, of Nathan's, the, yeah. uh, uh, the Nathan's one. The buns are the grossest part to see yeah. people eat. Cause they yeah, dip them in water and, in and water and just squeeze it into a ball. And, they're, they're, uh, they're just like, we're not going to deal with that. Just yeah. give them the wieners, the wieners to eat. That's much. That's still disgusting, but. Much less. This went on for a long time, and I felt bad for the actors. Yeah, be like, I this is probably your third or fourth take doing this. Like, this is fucking foul. Um, but because we we need a new wiener tray, more wieners, more Uh, wieners, please. But because they they win hot wieners. Oh, not steaming hot. Because they they win the hot dog eating contest. Now it's down to one final event to determine the winner, and I the. God, this fucking Rudy kid. Bill Murray, to give Rudy confidence, calls him Woody the Wabbit. And think mm-hmm. about yourself as Woody the Wabbit oh. out there mm-hmm. running. I, I hated that. Um, yep. These two have bonded all summer over going on runs together. So we've we've established for no fucking reason that Rudy's a good runner because he's been working on his running all summer with Bill Murray. Um, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, nothing would be worse than a two-person distance race. Like in my mind, I don't. I've never been a good distance runner. I can run for a while, but not super fast. But like, I can. I'll make it there. But yeah. I was just imagining that moment where we're like two miles into the race. The other dude is already more than two hundred yards ahead of me, and like is pulling away still. And I'm like, so I'm not gonna win, but I gotta finish these last two miles anyway. I don't want to do this. Um, the Mohawk runner. This dude looks like he's about to die the entire race. In the beginning, when you see him run, he kind of has like one arm chicken winged up, and he's like not really pumping his arms. His head is like to the side right away. He looks exhausted. It starts out flat, but when they get into the woods, there's a sharp incline. There's a sharp incline. He's falling down a lot. That's the only way that I was able to justify to myself. Why is this? guy so gassed already i mean rudy's <laughs> breathing so hard he's, uh, uh, sweating like buckets yeah. all the way down like but yeah yeah I it's, it's it's very odd um this race goes it's, on for way too long it yeah like i get long. that it's like a cross-country race mm-hmm. but like yeah it was a weird choice like you know, why there a were four no course mile, 
Yeah, like why not just well, like a 5K? The, like what was the choice? They had those strings of flags that oh they had like, them ripped from off? one side to the yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. Then doesn't he also tell not the entire way though? Only mm. part of it was like, don't go past this part. This is the flag. You gotta mm. follow the flags, and that'll get you where you're going. I guess. But I thought he also told Rudy to just like run into the woods because you're smaller, and he won't like cheat. His thing was like his thing was like, like he he's gonna be ahead of you when you guys get to the woods because he's faster than you in like a flat straight track. But once you're in the woods, you are smaller and more nimble than him. So you'll be able to like make up the time there. And right. you just need to come out of the woods with like a big lead is what he was telling him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Didn't happen. He came out of the woods, I think, behind neck still. They were pretty darn close. And like okay. Back and forth and back and forth like this close. Yeah. yeah. It, was really it, close. it was it was a very fucking long race. Um, and like I needed an announcer telling us like they're coming into the home stretch or something. Because I'm like, yeah. I don't know where they are. I don't know how long this race is supposed to be. I, I just, I mean, I know it's four miles, but like, I don't know how to fucking moderate that. Um, and at the end of the movie, Rudy gets to be the hero because nobody asked for that. Um, but yay for Rudy for saving the fucking day. Uh, hey, apparently his mom died. We just found this out. But <laughs> apparently his mom died. So surprise. Something some some something good happened to a kid. Is that a is that a tough time? Is that a tough time? Um, yeah. So right at the end, we get Morty giving like a farewell speech to all the counselors. It's a touching speech. It's genuinely a quality speech that he gives. And then the closing credits is Morty falling into the water over and over and over again. Yeah, like, they left him on Morty. an island and like on, on a on a floating raft in the middle of the lake. <laughs> yeah. ha- have a nice winter. <laughs> I mean, I I did I. Right. I laughed not at him falling into the water, but uh, at the like physical contortions the actor had to do to make it make sense for him to fall into the water. I'm like, you're on a raft. If you just stand still, you slept on it all night. You're fine. If you stand, it's not yeah. choppy water. But him like yeah. stomping around the raft, like flailing his arms around to make it so he'd fall. I'm like, okay, you're working yeah. so hard to make yourself fall into the water here. Right. Yeah. Um, now that is the end of the movie. Um, one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was a start of big things at the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Uh, this week, we're diving on Christine DeBell or Debel, uh, who played oh, AL. Um, okay. She's had 53 credits. This is her 15th. So she'd been acting for a bit before this. Um Started her career as Pam Warren number two on The Young and the Restless. I don't know what happened to Pam Warren number one, mm-hmm. but she played number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played Cindy the Hooker in I Want to Hold Your Hand, which we Boy. should do for the pod. Um, oh. I never heard of that. I read the description and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like it's 1964, I think. And like a group of teenage girls go on like a secret trip to go see the Beatles in concert. Basically, it's Detroit Rock City. But it's with the Beatles. Mm. Um, okay. She was in an episode of BJ and the Bear, an episode of Eight is Enough, and then she was in Meatballs. And then after this, she was in an episode of Chips, a few episodes of Days of Our Lives, episode of Night Court. This is odd. No credits between 1990 and 2012. 22 years not acting, just kicking it. Um, She's she came back. Family. Yeah, I mean, that's for, yeah. I'm like, well, that's from like 26 to uh, maybe. Yeah, that could have been. Yeah. Um, she came back and she was in a movie called The Great Halloween Puppy Adventure, 
And I'm like, oh, so this is this is what we're doing. I need to read you some of the titles she was in after she came back as an actress. So The Great Halloween Puppy Adventure. She was in a movie called A Talking Cat. Uh, I say it that way because it ends with question mark, exclamation, question mark. Uh, She was in an Easter Bunny puppy and then A Talking Pony, which I think is a talking fill in the blank is a whole series of films. I've seen Talking I thought they, they did this in How to Biscuit Made. They did a talking cat in How to Biscuit Made. No, okay. It is Sorry. awful. The the voice is um uh what Julie Roberts' brother, Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Um, no he's the way. voice of the talking cat and talking cat. Yeah. yeah and he sounds very these, bored. So all these movies are Eastern European money laundering. Right? Yep, they're all money laundering. <laughs> Belarus. Based, based um, on what I'm looking, and oh, the money that wasn't spent on any of the graphic design on that cover. <laughs> they're yeah. all bad. That's yep. fine. Uh, she That's was fine. in Samurai Cop 2 Deadly Vengeance. Uh, she was in two made for TV movies back to back The Wrong Man and The Wrong Friend. And then she was Playing most recent characters. Yeah. Though. So not related. You think they're no. Uh-uh. Wow. And then she was most recently in The Wrong Mr. Right. So she is to come is back from a 22 uh maybe is it vivica, it is vivica. Oh. that's vivica <laughs> she's she's uh, falling hard times as well um oh. but to come back from a 22 year absence and this is the kind of shit you're in i'm just like oh no <laughs> like just stay gone mm. um so that does bring us to the end of this episode and just like the end of the school year that means it's time to add some superlatives uh sorry guys i don't have any i know nothing about any of these kids even with rudy all i know is he likes to run there was nothing i don't i can't tell these kids apart there he's are two women in this summer. movie i don't yeah i don't i don't he's coming that's back next all summer. yeah that's all, that's all i know. really wanted to do superlatives and i tried and was like i don't know anything about these fucking kids not a thing so don't blame me uh blame ivan reitman for this because i i got nothing for them um this next movie is dave's pick dave what are we gonna do next this next pick. movie is dana's pick dana what are we gonna do next you forgot about uh, goofy movie that masterpiece i did that choice of mine i did <laughs> I, i'm sorry i got distracted by reading the the mr the wrong mr right uh synopsis <laughs> with the cast uh eric roberts is in it too and oh, remember no. dominique swain do you remember her no. Oh yeah, she, she she did that Lolita movie, and there were a lot of weird things with Jeremy Irons. Yeah, we're mad about that, and everything. I thought that was Scarlett Johansson for some reason. Uh, I think she did one too. And uh, <laughs> it was a we- it was weird. Yeah. Okay. So my pick. I am. T- I'm trying to like keep us on our summer theme because that's mm-hmm. kind of what we've been doing. I do not know when I have like four movies that I picked out. I do not know when one of them or two of them take place. So I, one feels like it could be a summer movie, but I could be wrong. So that narrows us down to two. And one, I think might be a all happens in the day film, which I love it. Or one is like more of like an indie a lot of people that we know and love now are in okay. this film, but it happens in the summer. Do mm. we have a, a preference? Option one or option I mean, two? I always love an all-in-one-day movie, but... Okay. Okay. Then that... I, I think it happens all in one day. That's what the synopsis led me to believe. Um, then we're going to do I Love You, Beth Cooper. 
with Hayden Panettiere. In it. I, I don't love know that you, movie Beth at all. Cooper. I, I don't know that you. movie at all. Oh, man. I think what I read when I clicked on an HBO, or sorry, just Max, which the new Max interface is <laughs> it's fucking dookie. terrible. It's terrible. so bad. Yeah. Oh my god, Alan Ruck is in it. Okay. A nerdy valedictorian proclaims his love for Beth Cooper, the hottest, most popular girl in school, during his graduation speech. That very night, she shows up at her door offering to show him the best night of his life. So I think that's all in a day, right? I think so. Yeah, that sounds like it is. Okay, that's what we're doing. I love you, Beth Cooper. Sounds good. School's out. (laughs) Bitches were graduating. Oh, boy. I don't know. Guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod. That is R-E-C-A-P... Try it again. R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, The Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Crockett, You're a dick. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.